A Mesquite Moment in Time, a look at what the city was, making it what it is today. As the Roaring Twenties began to set in, word was sailing through town about the long-awaited promise, the one thing Mesquiteers had been patiently anticipating since 1909. It was the much-needed Dallas to Terrell Interurban Railway, which was proposed to pass through Mesquite. These railways had already crisscrossed Texas to meet the demand for quicker and more convenient transportation. Within the first few months of 1921, a small army of men, a hundred teams of mules, steam shovels, and other grading equipment were at work preparing the roadbed for the tracks. In November 1922, the city council gave the railway a 50-year operating franchise in Mesquite. The downtown depot was a 34-foot wide brick veneer building with an artistic California-style bungalow roof and consisted of a waiting room, baggage room, and ticket office. The building was located just west of the square on West Davis Street. Increasing interest brought citizens out to the railroad tracks on Front Street to witness the five passenger cars to be used on the interurban line pass through Mesquite aboard a Texas and Pacific freight car en route from St. Louis to the interurban terminal in Dallas. On Saturday, January 13, 1923, a celebration was held with a party of Dallas businessmen, city officials, Chamber of Commerce representatives, and other dignitaries who left Dallas at 1 p.m. and arrived in Mesquite at 1.55. They were greeted by a throng of celebrants. Speeches were given by J.F. McCullough and others, and the men loaded the train car and went on to Forney and Terrell for similar celebrations. The opening fares were 35 cents from Mesquite to Dallas and 65 cents from Mesquite to Terrell. An interurban line train car passed through town every half hour going in opposite directions from 6.55 a.m. to 11.55 p.m. The comfortable passenger cars had a 55-passenger capacity which left lots of room. The high back seats with plush green upholstery were 37 inches wide and accessorized with white enamel painted grab handles. The rear of the 45-foot passenger car had wide windows and low dashboards to provide a view of the scenic terrain. The passenger cars also had an observation deck provided with five comfortable armchairs. They were clean, quiet, and fast, gliding smoothly along at up to 60 miles per hour. This was unheard of, providing this was before interstate highway systems and automobiles were still doing well to chug through dust and mud at half that speed. Construction of the tracks was monumental within itself. 31 miles of right-of-way tracks had to be carved through pastures, fields, across creeks, roads, and woodlands. The railway company had to construct 4,800 feet of timber trestles and three span bridges on the Dallas to Terrell line. The interurban tracks from Dallas to Mesquite followed a route that later became Military Parkway, entering and exiting along Davis Street. For a number of years, the Dallas to Terrell interurban line operated smoothly with increasing revenue. Despite the fuel efficiency, safety, luxury, comfort, and dependability, that mode of transportation was doomed by the great American love affair with the automobile. In essence, the handwriting was on the wall and the Great Depression didn't help any when it came to the success of the railway line. On March 19, 1932, a notice appeared on the door of the Mesquite Interurban Depot announcing the discontinuance of service and stating that all unused ticket books would be redeemed in cash at the company office in Dallas. After nine years, the Interurban line had failed financially and it was no more. Today, there are only a few physical relics left of the Interurban era. In Terrell, an exposed fragment of track and a fairly well-preserved power station still remains. 
The deteriorated remains of a brick power station hardly remains one and a half miles east of Mesquite. These fragments stand as a mute reminder of the fact that Mesquite once indeed had interurban rail service in the 1920s and early 1930s. I'm Christian Janes and join 88.5 FM next week for another historical tidbit from a Mesquite moment in time.